Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, everybody, you are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. I hope everyone out there is having a great week. Um, Today's show is going to be so much fun and what I consider will be a timely and necessary discussion. As the cities and regions across the country are lifting restrictions, people are getting back out of the house, kids are going back to school full time. I think it's important to begin to have these conversations around navigating our mental wellness beyond COVID, especially for our youth. Um, A lot has been stirred up over the last year with all of the changes and the social distancing. A lot of things look a lot different. And so what I've done is teamed up with an incredible lady doing great work out in San Diego, California, Miss Leisha DeVitos. And for today's show, we're going to be having a discussion around mental fitness, its impact on our overall quality of life, how to train your mental fitness and what you can begin to look for right now and starting today as it relates to getting you and your kids back out into the world. Um, But before I introduce Leisha, If you're turning in for the very first time, if you're tuning in for the very first time, welcome to the Mental Fitness Matters show. My name is Tracy Austin. Feel free to go to TracyAustin.com and download the Mental Fitness Matters podcast. This show is designed to provide you with tips, strategies and solutions to improving your mental health and mental fitness. There you can check out all the latest episodes so that you never miss the show. And let's go ahead and get started. Leisha, welcome to the show. Um, I'm going to do your your background, but I'm going to also have you introduce yourself some as well, okay? Okay, great. Thank you. Leisha is a success coach who works with high-achieving millennials who have a history of success and are stepping into a new role. Her expertise is key in helping them navigate those transitions with less stress and more joy in ways that they are dynamic, interactive, and supportive. Her clients learn to accelerate their success while staying true to their authentic selves. Leisha's skills are enhanced by 20 years of client-facing experience, mental fitness expertise, certifications as a co-active coach and a positive intelligent coach, and degrees in psychology and rhetoric and communications. Leisha, welcome to the show. If you could give us two minutes about yourself and anything you want us to know about the work that you're doing as a success coach. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity and the pleasure of being a guest on your show and talking to your amazing listeners. So thank you, listeners. As Tracy mentioned, I am a success coach for high-achieving millennials, especially ones that are going through points of transition. This is an excellent example as we are transitioning into life being different than it has been over the past year, yet different than we knew it prior to that. So all of a sudden, especially high achievers who have a history of success, of overcoming challenges, could be a little bit outside of that comfort zone of like, what do I do? How do I navigate this? I want to make sure that I'm going to nail it. I want to make sure to succeed, but it gets a little bit tricky. There are uncertain rocky waters. And so there's a process that I work with clients on of learning how to kind of surf those waves, whatever happens, they're able to just become an excellent surfer rather than getting pulled under. So it's learning, you know, what to do, how to navigate things, the mindset, the transitions, 
And during these times, it's especially important. People have been even more stressed and that resilience really matters in how we're going to come through to the other side. Are we being pushed by fear or being pulled by our values? What's really important, what we're wanting for ourselves and for others and what's true to ourselves. So I love working with clients that are going through these types of transitions. Also, People who have recently gotten married, that's a big adjustment Mm -hmm. going from, you know, being single to either living with someone or being married, or maybe you've had your first child and you're, I know for me, I've got two children. So that was a hard transition because I was used to knowing what I needed to do to succeed. And all of a sudden it's like, there were so many other factors. I didn't know what I needed to do. And it was overwhelming and having that support would have been amazing to make that transition much smoother with more peace of mind and happiness and joy in addition. Um, Also, people who are leveling up in their professional lives, going into more senior roles, that's a big thing too. You've been a top performer because you're a high achiever and you know how to succeed. And then all of a sudden you're a manager or in an even more senior role and everyone's looking at you with expectations. And so that's where I find a lot of clients that I work with to sell themselves. They start to sell themselves short. They start to play it safe because they want that success. So they avoid the things that don't guarantee that success, but those are actually the things that are going to help them be the most successful, those bigger picture things, the big vision, the strategy. So I love working with people to help them step into even more of who they are and who they can become through the coaching and support and strengthening that mental fitness through really powerful research-based methods. Oh, you are awesome. I could feel and see your energy and passion through the screen and on the station. So thank you for all the (laughs) amazing work work that you're doing. And you're so right. That word that you use over and over again is transitions, right? And you went through a list of everybody that can be in that category, which is all of us, especially right now, transitions are huge. And being able to be resilient, be happy and and go through that process is is a game changer. So I think let's start there. Let's talk about what that mental fitness looks like, what it means to you, um, but also kind of what does mental fitness mean in general? and, And what does it look like for people? Why is it so important? Yeah. So mental fitness, the way that I have it in my practice is based on the New York Times bestselling author, Shirzad Shamin's work. He's also a Stanford lecturer, and he talks about mental fitness as strengthening the right regions of your brain where positivity, patience, compassion, laser-focused action, and curiosity reside. There's that. And the opposition would be the left regions of the brain where it's fear based. So the left regions and the, you know, the base area of the brain that's based on fight or flight. So really the difference is left brain, there's a push. You're trying to do something. You have to work hard at it. There's an effort to overcome something, to overcome fears, to overcome that inner judge, that inner critic, sometimes even that inner bully. Whereas on the right side, That's where there's much more spaciousness. And rather than being based on fear, it's based on love for what you're doing, for who you're being. There's so much to consider, not just in what we do. We are a society of do, 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 achieve, Mm -hmm. achieve, achieve. But it's also who are you being in that? Are you being calm and patient and joyful? Or are you stressed and rigid and irritable? And so that's the thing is like both parts of the brain can get you success, but by strengthening that right region of the brain through strengthening mental fitness, you have even more success 
And you have happiness in addition to that, which means more productivity, stronger relationships, and a more fulfilling life. Yeah. And I love how you just kind of talk through the importance of the brain being a key component of this. Right. So I think we hear these terms, whether it's fitness or physical fitness, mental fitness, what you just described with using the left and right hemisphere is that the brain is the responsible organ for not only how we think and perceive the world around us, but the emotional components of that as well. And the importance of those things being aligned for us to be the best versions of ourselves. So I think it's so great. And I'm so glad that you're here because I think having conversations around this, around brain performance and mental fitness and how we can achieve that peak performance, it starts in the brain. So that initial awareness that there's something going on there from left and right and ways that we can begin to kind of train that because it has an impact on the quality of our life. Right. Absolutely. And we're so used to thinking about physical fitness, like, okay, you know, I want to go and run a marathon. So you strengthen your physical muscles and you're ready. You've got, you know, all the strength that you need physically, but then what happens when you get to the race and you start getting in your head and then that's where you start compromising yourself of like, Oh my, look at all these people. They look like they're stronger. They're more fit. They've done 10 marathons. This is my first one. So all of a sudden you realize like, whoa, okay, that physical fitness isn't going to get me to where I want to be to that finishing line. So that's where the mental fitness is important. And just as we can build our physical fitness, we can build our mental fitness. And the beauty is that there are only three core muscles that are involved in strengthening that mental fitness. Let's get into it because I just, uh, again, that's a perfect segue. And like you just said, most of the time you're going out thinking you're working your body, 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 and you're doing all this work. And then when you come up short, it's like, oh, that's a mental lag. And I hadn't even begun training that muscle. So now I'm behind the eight ball. So let's get into how do we begin to strengthen this mental muscle um, to benefit our performance? Yeah. So strengthening that mental muscle then is first about noticing our, what I call saboteurs. And a saboteur is like the judge is the master saboteur, that judge of self, of others, of situations saying, I'm not good enough. Who is that person thinking that they deserve that promotion? I deserve that promotion. They're not good enough. Or looking at our circumstances of, oh my gosh, you know, COVID is terrible. I'll be happy when COVID is over. I'll be happy when the kids go back to school. So we're judging our circumstances. And then we also have these saboteurs, which are kind of like the accomplices to this judge. So for me, my saboteurs are the hyperachiever, the stickler, the pleaser. These are strengths, part of who we are at our core, taken to the extreme. I've always been into challenging myself and enjoying that thrill of success and enjoying going after things and overcoming what it takes to get them. It becomes a saboteur, that hyperachiever, when I'm going for things that maybe I don't even want, just for the sake of like having that success of ticking that box. If someone's not saying, hey, I did this, it doesn't feel as worthy. It's not getting that acceptance, that approval from others, that acknowledgement. And the challenge too is as soon as I do something and I'm like, great, I did that. It's like, what's next? The hyperachiever is always looking for what's next, what's next. So it's really hard to feel content with what's there because we're pushing for more and more and more. It's hard to be satisfied. And we sometimes limit ourselves in going full out because we're worried if we can't guarantee success, 
we're just going to go to another thing where we feel we have greater chances for success. So that's the first muscle is to intercept the saboteur. And then the next one is once let me pause with, you right there, because that's such great information, Leisha, especially when you're thinking about um, the people that are trying to achieve and peak performance and athletes and professionals and creatives and artists. We all have that. And so let's talk uh, briefly. So how would you say you quiet that busyness in the noise or that part of the mind that's saying, you know what, I'm not good enough. What's next? You've accomplished one thing. And like you said, you're on to the next project before you could even really sit and celebrate the win, we're on to something else. How do you kind of quiet that noise so you can kind of really be in the present moment a little longer? That's the magic question. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, yeah, that's the secret sauce. Yes, It's it's not a secret. I'm going to share it. It's (laughs) becoming aware, pulling back the curtain on it and saying, okay, there's something saying that this is scary. If there's negative emotion or energy around something, that's saboteur. So you can label it as saboteur. And so, for example, you know, we're talking about the kids going back to school. So maybe there's some worry coming up and the worry could be, um, you know, maybe around, oh, you know, what if their friends that they had before aren't going to be friends with them anymore? And then you're worried about that happening. So you can say, oh, I see you, you, there's a hypervigilant saboteur that's extra like watchful and extra, extra cautious and protective. So you can say, oh, there you are, hypervigilant. I was wondering when you'd come out. You know, you can play with it, have fun with it. It doesn't have to be such a serious thing. And so then you notice, okay, that's my hypervigilant. So that's where having that stronger mental fitness is helpful. It might be easy to be like, I see you and I'm just going to take some deep breaths and move past it. That's like a little hill. Or it could be like a mountain. Maybe you had some trauma in your life where you were rejected by friends. And so this feels like a mountain to be able to overcome. That's when you need just like stronger physical muscles to climb that mountain. You need stronger mental muscles. And that's where building the muscles over time, which can take as little as six to eight weeks, becomes so important. And there are exercises that we can do just like physical exercises that help to strengthen that region of the brain. They're called PQ reps which is an abbreviation for a positive intelligence quotient. And what it does is it quiets that left region of the brain and brings us into a singular focus on one sensation, auditory, um, tactile, sense of smell. So here's an example that's easy for everyone to do is with eyes closed to block out any other distraction, feet firmly planted on the ground, Spine straight, chest open, take some deep breaths and make the breaths very slow and deliberate where you can feel your chest expand and then feel it come back to its natural state. Feel it open, returning to natural state. Or with the breaths, you can breathe in and feel this change of temperature on your nose. So when you breathe in, You feel that change in temperature when you breathe out. You feel that change of temperature. You feel the air coming out and going in. And just focus on that singular sensation, just the feeling of the air, the temperature, the feeling of your chest expanding and contracting. It can also be taking your fingertips and running them along your palm, feeling 
all of the ridges on your palm, the ridges on your fingertips, focusing only on that. If a thought comes in, which is totally natural, especially when you first start this, just let it go, acknowledge it, let it pass and return your focus to whatever PQ rep you're doing. And doing that for just 10 seconds, which is like equal to three breaths, is enough with repetition and consistency to start strengthening those mental muscles. I love that. And I I just did that while you kind of talked through that scenario and really increasing the awareness, you know, so just even asking that question, how do you quiet that part of the mind, taking that breath, what I noticed just heightened the awareness of being focused on that one sensation. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it creates calmness, it quiets the mental chatter. And so then as a result, you are activating that right region of the brain, quieting the left region. And as you do that more and more, what happens, which actually shows up in an MRI, is there's an increase in gray matter in the right hemisphere of the brain. And over time, their stimulus comes in. And instead of going to the left, it starts to create new neural pathways that go more to the right. And this is based on research that has been done with over 500,000 participants and it's been with executives, with athletes, with you know everyone. It incorporates positive psychology, cognitive psychology, neuroscience, and positive intelligence, as well as emotional intelligence. It's all of this collective in a very simple operating system of just strengthening those three core muscles, starting with quieting that the saboteur region and it's really powerful because it gives you access to more of that curiosity of like hmm is this likely to happen this you know situation or okay if i look at this worst case scenario of this thing that i'm worrying about what would i do and then you have freed up energy to improve upon the worst case scenario coming from a place of calmness clarity openness patience and curiosity that's not available when you're being hijacked or triggered right in that left region survival brain. And would you recommend, especially as you're kind of thinking about those situations that we could sabotage, um, would you recommend creating a list of what those things are before they, like you said, present themselves and we're hijacked emotionally? Would it be helpful, let's say, if parents are kind of having their kids go back out into the world right now and some of the worries are really being exposed to more people, um, maybe visiting grandparents for the first time in a long time and things that could be coming up, would you recommend making a list of things that could potentially be the saboteur and then doing the practice around that? Or does it even matter how you set it up? So one of the other muscles is self-command. So it's noticing in the moment when that's coming up. So Got for it. example, like, okay, we're, you know, we're excited we're going to go to grandma's, but you notice there's some energy around that that's a little bit tense. So that's a key thing for parents is you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Your kids might be like, woohoo, we're going to grandma's. This is great. I don't have a care in the world. But if they pick up on you feeling a little bit tense or anxious about it, they might start to get nervous because you're their mom. You know, they're the ones like they you look they look to you when they are little and they fall, like, oh, am I okay? So you're the still the check-in, even as they get older. Okay, is this okay? Is this safe? So if you're like, yeah, we're going, but they send some tension, they're gonna pick up on that and maybe be a little bit apprehensive. So we've got to like take care of ourselves first. If you're noticing any tension about it, that's the self-command muscle and the opportunity to say, okay, you know, I've, I'm being triggered. 
And I'm going to do some PQ reps, either touch, smell, listening to the farthest away sound, focusing only on that. And then the closest up sound, focusing only on that. And then looking at what happens as a result, you have access to the right region of the brain. So it could be, okay, where there's safety, really, you know, they've they've been vaccinated. So, you know, we know that that's okay. And, um, you know, they've been out. And so looking at like, what are the parameters where I'm going to feel comfortable? Like, okay, yeah, they've been vaccinated, but I'm still only comfortable with them being outside, but they can also hug. They can be outside and they can hug maybe from behind, maybe from, you know, up front. So it gives you that ability to explore more of how can I be okay with this? What is okay rather than what is there to worry about? So it's looking for gifts and opportunities which reside in that right region of the brain rather than the fear, hesitation, and anxiety, which are in the left region. And I just heard you kind of go through a couple really key points there. Number one, just setting the tone. I love how you said that really, that we have to kind of lead by example, because you're right, what we are giving off, they pick up on and then they begin to mimic the same behaviors and the emotions that we what we have going on. So I like that (laughs) setting the tone, really kind of leading with that confidence. Then I heard that flexibility piece. Being flexible in terms of how things can adjust and shift if they come up. So having other options so you don't get stuck in a hemisphere. It creates that flexibility from left and right. That's huge. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you need to do something to prepare in advance, then, you know, that curiosity gives you the ability to explore that. So using the grandparents example, maybe talking to your parents and saying, hey, you know, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I'm not. So that way you are intercepting something that might trigger your saboteur. So if you know, like when they give hugs, they give kisses too. And that's going to freak me out. You can say like, hey, you know what? This is going to come up. So you can either say when this happens, I'm going to do some PQ reps so that I feel more calm about it. Or I can make a plan and say, hey, you know, mom, like, I'm so happy you get to give your grandchild hugs. Let's hold off on the kisses, though, until a little bit later. So that way your child's not there and put in, you know, an uncomfortable situation. I love that. And as you're kind of kind of going through this list, I think this is going to be awesome for people to be able to kind of go back and listen to going back through steps one and step two and really kind of creating their own way that this fits into their life. Um, Alicia, we have about four minutes left. Did you want to go through point three? Yes, yes. I was like, oh, we got to get to the yes, let's juicy go. one, which is the sage, strengthening the sage, which is the ability to see everything as a gift or opportunity, either in hindsight or, you know, in the present or maybe in the future. So to know, okay, what is the gift or opportunity and that there is one, it could be a gift of knowledge, a gift of inspiration, a gift of being able to tap into more empathy, more, you know, curiosity to explore or to, you know, um, kind of look at your values and what you would want looking back later in life, how you would want this situation to be. So I have a program that I um, cover with clients where it's a six-week program that goes into all of this in more depth. It's like a mental fitness boot camp. And so I'm happy to talk to those that are interested in learning more about this, but strengthening those three core muscles is so powerful to really recognize, intercept, and strengthen. And one thing to take away too is remember, like 
who knows what is good or what is bad. If you see something as this is bad, it will become bad. If you see it as good, it gives you access to exploring gifts and opportunities, and it has a greater chance of becoming good. So you are at choice. You are at choice of how you navigate these challenging times. Look at how you want to show up for yourself and for your children. And that is sage. Go from that place. Good, good, good. So many great nuggets in there. And that last one that you just mentioned, that way that you come into the mindset, thinking positive, because what it what you see and what you're perceiving of what you see will be what shows back up. And so this is so important. I can't thank you enough for just providing that information. I would love for you to also kind of share what how can people access you, follow you on social media, your website? How can they get a hold of you? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. My website is coachlisha.com. It's L-I-S-H-A. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at coach underscore Leisha. I have a YouTube series of love from Leisha on my Coach Leisha YouTube channel. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, my page is Coach Leisha on Facebook. So I look forward to hearing from those that want to chat more about what's going on for you, learn more about mental fitness, talk about what you're experiencing. There is a button on my website for a free mental fitness boosting session or a success boosting session. And I would love to have the chance to chat with you. Absolutely. And we're going to team up again and do another topic. You just had so many uh, great um, topics and things that we talked about before doing this show that I think we could really create a series around some of this information, because I really believe that mental fitness is where it's at as we're going into the next decades of where the world is going. We're going to have to be mentally equipped. And I can't thank you enough for just your resources, your knowledge and the tools that you provided on the Mental Fitness Matters show uh, for our community. We are so grateful to you. And Mental Fitness Matters community, I want you you guys to really go back, take a look at this information, get your PQ reps in, make sure yeah. you're assessing <laughs> where you are, kind of create a game plan. Leisha, you have provided us with so much amazing information. I can't wait to see you again soon. And Mental Fitness Matters community, I want you guys to go out and shine bright like the stars that you are. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 